Hey y'all, thank you so much for being with me today on Love You To Life. This is your pep talk for daily living and your weekly dose of love, light, and encouragement, all rooted in God's truth and his healing and liberating love. Today I wanna talk about forgiveness. And this topic came to me in a way that feels very random, but very necessary. So maybe it's for someone specific, but I can almost guarantee that it's for all of us. I don't even remember the moment forgiveness came to my mind or what inspired the thought, but what I began thinking about is not what we typically hear taught or said about the subject. I wanted to share it with you because I believe it's a new and better, more holistic take on forgiveness. It'll free you and challenge you at the same time. I want this episode to be practical for you. So before we start, think of two people, and if you're able to, I want you to write their names down. These are two people that have hurt you and that because of their actions and the pain they caused, you have held something against them. This could be a grudge. It could be your kindness. It could be your love. It could be a willingness to forgive. Hold these two people with you for the next few minutes. And if you're already annoyed and wanted to turn this off, just stay open. I promise this is 100% for your good, but not in the forgiveness is more for you than it is the other person way that people love to quote and run with. Because just like many beliefs that the world would influence us to believe, that kind of I'm going to forgive them for myself type of forgiveness is really just rooted in pride. And if we're honest, when we've made freeing ourselves the priority in forgiveness, we continue to hold to some degree something against the other person. As I began thinking deeper about forgiveness, the question came up for me like I'm sure it has for you. Do we have to forgive everybody? because there are some faults against us that almost seem unforgivable. I'm not going to answer that with a yes or no. I'm going to answer it by drawing your attention to Christ. He forgives and shows mercy to everyone that confesses their sin and everyone who repents. And it doesn't matter what you or I have done, even to the murderers that killed Christ, he prayed to God that forgiveness would be granted to them too. The pattern I see all throughout scripture is that all who come to the Father in true repentance are forgiven. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. If they repent, forgive them. If there is someone who has wronged you and they have apologized and asked for your forgiveness, you must forgive them. Your withholding of forgiveness from a person who has sought your forgiveness is really just a reflection of how unworthy you and I are of forgiveness. Most of the time, it doesn't cost us anything but our pride to forgive someone, but it cost him his life. If the Most High, Holy God, who is full of goodness and perfection, promises to forgive you and me, who are not perfect, who without his mercy is not righteous, then surely we can forgive. And not so that you can be quote-unquote free, and not so that you can enjoy the health benefits of forgiveness, but so that you might be saved. Blessed are the ones who show mercy, for they will be shown mercy. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. We forgive others that we might be forgiven. We forgive those who have repented no matter how hard it is because it is a command to forgive. And any time we are obedient to a command, there is always a blessing attached to it. Yes, the gift of forgiveness given to us, but also studies have shown that the act of forgiveness can lower the risk of heart attack, improve cholesterol levels, 
reduce pain and inflammation in the body, and decrease stress, anxiety, and depression. Forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision. You can decide to forgive or you can decide to not forgive. Either way, you will reap what you sow. If we're commanded to forgive those who repent and seek forgiveness from us, what about those who have wronged us but have shown no remorse? Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Bless means to consecrate things with a solemn prayer. It means to speak well of. Sometimes the best thing we can do for a person who has committed a crime, an evil, or a wrong against us is to pray that they will come to a knowledge of Christ for themselves and be led to true repentance. Pray that all of their spiritual, emotional, and physical needs will be met through Christ. Be grateful and celebrate what may be worthy of praise in them. Bless them and do not curse them. Open yourself up to extend mercy should they ask for it. Mercy provides the opportunity to repent, just like Christ provided us mercy and the opportunity to repent when he gave up his own life. He made provision, and it's our choice to accept it. It was his kindness towards sinners like you and I that led us to repentance. In the same way, let it be your kindness that softens the heart of your persecutor and leads them to repentance. It was his love for you and I that drew us. In the same way, let it be your love that draws and restores what has been broken. We are all a work in progress. The one who wronged you and you, you and me and them, we are all a work in progress. Think about your two people. Is your next step to finally forgive them? Is it to reach out and have a conversation so reconciliation and restoration can happen? Is it to simply bless them and pray for them? Whatever it is, do it in humility as an act of obedience to God. And if you're the one that needs to repent, confess your sin to the one you wronged and ask for forgiveness. Until you extend forgiveness and get rid of all bitterness and anger, you will be an object of God's wrath. Let vengeance be his, but let mercy be yours, because blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Forgiveness is not only about what it can do for you, but love the other person enough to let forgiveness do in them what it has done for you. Listen, God requires holiness and humility from his children. So do what you have to do to get your spiritual house in order because the end is at hand and our redemption draws near. Well, that's all for today. I hope you feel, although challenged, a little lighter, more encouraged, and more loved as you reflect on the love and compassion of a God who says, though your sins be as scarlet, they will be white as snow. From a God who is merciful and gracious toward your wickedness and will remember your sins no more. From a God who says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Let the same be said of you. Thank you again for listening, and as always, I love you to life.